Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What's up, everyone? How you guys? Dale's dead. It's WMMR DB Rockford, baby. Listeners all over the world. How are you guys and gals doing? I'm sure I'll be looking up at uh, the stats later on today. We got a special guest on the Hollywood and Mikey show, and that is Meg from Meg's Motorcycle Journey. I bet you all are going to love this one. A lot of questions I have out there for this, uh, especially how she adjusted as a woman in the motorcycling scene. Back in my day, it was a lot different for women, but now it is awesome seeing them out there on their motorcycles and stuff like that. So it's going to be a good conversation. Plus, she's an attorney. Yes, she is an attorney. She'll let you know where she's working out and all that kind of stuff. How is the chat rooms doing over on YouTube and all that other good stuff? We love you to death. But uh, I'm going to bring in Mikey, man. You know what? I got a bone to pick with Mikey. What's up, Mikey? What's up? What's up, everybody? How's everyone doing, man? What's going on, Hollywood? I don't know. I got a bone to pick with you. Or would I say a peg leg to pick with you? Hey, I guess it's fair. Well, you don't, what, what, what do you want to bicker about this time? You what don't you call, you don't write, you know, you don't say fuck you, none of the good stuff. You well, know, it works both yeah. ways. You've got you've got a phone too. You've also got a computer that you probably sit at that you can yeah, go ahead and message I, me a little the, bit. The difference is I'm Hollywood, okay? I know. I'm see Hollywood. and see uh, my ball. When, when, when Peg Lake gets there, you, you when you get to my stature on the radio, okay, you know, okay, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll respect that. I'll respect that. <laughs> I, I, I have to. I have to, you know. Man, you've been getting some guests, man, for the show. You're just rocking and rolling, dude. I'm very lucky with, like I said in the previous episode, is I'm actually very lucky with the people that have been involved in all of this completely. Uh, it's been basically everyone that has, like, in the chat, has, like, kind of, like, come together and been like, yo, like, this is the person that we needed to hear from you know, and then we heard from them and then it went from there and it just steamballed into this thing where it's like, we have this nonstop connection of, of these people that amazing, amazing guests, you know, and we, I couldn't be more honored to have them on. They are, you know, uh, yeah, Rebecca, we are like a married couple bickering, just like me and China down on the morning show. Uh, but what I like about this one and the questions that I have now, see, you know, you weren't even a thought in your father's eye when he blew you out in the nineties, but in the nineties, it was a lot different women. It wasn't looked upon so good for them to be in the scene. And what I love now is they're a major target demographic when it comes to the major motorcyclists, um, manufacturers and stuff. It's really turned around. What do you think that turnaround's uh, been because? Is it because all us old guys got pushed out and all that? Yes, 
Yep, that's exactly what happened. You guys got pushed away, and it's like, all right, let these guys run it now. You know, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure really the answer to that. You know, to I tell honest. you, I, I am jealous though, or some of these women. I'm freaking jealous. You you see what they're doing on these sports bike? They're crazy. Dude, honestly, I'd be worried. I'd be worried. You know what I mean? Like if if I was like linked up. You know, I, and seeing her doing like popping wheelies and stuff. I don't know how I necessarily feel about it. I don't know, man. I fall and bust my ass doing some stuff like that at my age now. But uh, I have to say these women have some skill on them motorcycles, man. And you got to give it to them when it comes to the skill of yeah. riding motorcycles. Plus, you know what? They're really intelligent as well. A lot of professionals, both men and women, are starting to come in the scene. It's no longer, you know, there's this scenario or this is the way a biker's supposed to look. No, you got doctors, you got lawyers, everything getting into this game. And that's only great for the sport of motorcycling, if you ask me. It's true. It, I, I think it's all inclusive, you know. It, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, I think the <laughs> motorcycling scene was kind of like smaller when during the 70s and 80s and oh, even the it 90s. was much more uh, smaller back then. You know, and, and now it's it's become uh, I wouldn't say I mean, I guess kind of mainstream. I mean, it's it's kind of a thing to do now. And um, that's an, that's it brings them. Uh, I guess it wakens up a lot of a different part of the culture. Mm -hmm. when that I love how we got different subcultures within the culture. Yes. But it is amazing starting to see the women going out there, taking a piece for their own and doing their thing. Me, I, you know what? I watch YouTube, uh, you know, sometimes and I like going to like her two wheels or some of these ladies that are doing channels. And it's Absolutely. just awesome being able to say, damn, man, they're putting out some good content, man. No, it's amazing what they do. I mean, they're in these, like Meg and and uh, Mike have done. They actually ride. Like these guys aren't just uh, you know moto vlogging to go around the street and stuff like that. Like they they actually like this is going to be a big question for them. But these guys have ridden eight thousand miles in twenty five days. Like wow. there's not they a lot of people that can say like, they've done that. That's like an iron butt run, man. That your ass is hurting on that one. The entire time, you've just got to be in pain. Like, I'd imagine. Just, <laughs> you know, I just got to know what kind of motorcycle they were on to know. I, I got to know. I don't know, answer. man. I would have to, you know, those foam pads and stuff like that. I'd have to put one, you know, tie one around my motorcycle with my ass. So over. you would need a butt cushion. I got you. I got you. No, man. I'd have to make a, you know, uh, you know, one of my own because those things are still thin. I think it's because they come from China. <laughs> <laughs> No pride in their work over there, man. Yeah, there's no no love in their work. <laughs> it's Damn. like, okay, let's put this on there. You know, they don't get it, man. Uh, you know, us Americans are a little bigger and stuff like that. They're little, you know, scrawny little things over there. Their ass ain't going to hurt like our ass on an 8,000-mile ride. No, that's very true. Very true. I mean, shoot, we're going to have to see this 8,000-mile ride is insane. Uh, and, it is. You know, they, uh actually documented or what they, did they, they do? They, I believe so. And I haven't watched all of it, but uh, they also, you know, they don't just ride to like there. I mean, they've been to Sturges. They, I mean, like they ride to like all these locations. So it's not like a one-time thing or even like that. Like these guys really ride and it's, it's really impressive to watch 
people that actually do this, you know, mm. and, and they're, they're really filming what they do. And yeah, uh, that's, that's why I love this going around the bat, you know, going around the block. Right. Because there's a lot of, a lot of, there's people that pump fake this stuff, you know what I mean? They'll make it look all nice with editing and stuff. And, you know, mm. but it's a little different when, when uh, you go on, you know, 8,000 miles, you know, or cross country or something like that. That's, that's hard to do. Man, what is that like? Uh, cross country, what eight thousand miles? Would it be coast to coast twice or something like that? It's got to be four corners. If 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 I had to guess, it's got to be four corners because I think it's three thousand miles. I I think across one way is three thousand, but I could be totally off, and they're gonna correct me on this. You know what I mean? I know this. Well, usually but, you are, you you usually are off. I know, are. but I'm thinking it's four corners where they went all the way, but I don't know the route. I don't actually know the route. They actually planned the route, you know, and so I want to. They did it specific to them and to also what they wanted to see. So right. it's a, it's a specific route rather than, uh, you know, a direct, you know, only this kind of thing. Rock on. Boy, I love radio, but I love a good pee even more. Turn it up and piss somebody off. Shake a leg and zip it up. Oh my God. Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Oh yeah, we got the Hollywood and Mike show right now. We got special guest Meg coming up on the show right now. And she's going to educate us on her the 8000 miles man damn man my ass hairs are burning right now mm -hmm. anyway let's bring them in we got meg and uh hey. how you doing how are you? doing well thank you for for coming on to the show you guys thank yeah. you for having us yeah and you guys so are who's, who's this other there uh, this, this is mike he's cameraman so everyone on the channel knows him as cameraman Oh, you're the cameraman, huh? Hey. So you're the lackey. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I just live in the background, you know? <laughs> are you know. Are you the brains behind the operation? You know, a lot of people think that, but it's not like that, you know? I, just, I, I load luggage. I ride motorcycles. There we go. Yeah. Oh, man, that is cameraman uh, from Meg's Motorcycle Journey. We got Meg on, and you probably heard a little of the back and forth me and Mike were having just now. Let's go to our first thing, and it's going to be interesting because you are a lawyer, too. And sorry, guys, she is not a criminal lawyer, so you ha I'll, I'll find somebody else. But uh, just stay out of trouble, will you, until I find one. Anyway, uh, Meg, what do you think about how women are now coming in the scene in force? Uh, I think it's awesome. I I was actually we were talking earlier uh, when we first got on. We're talk Mike and I were talking about how for me motorcycling is an adult outlet for like my thrill seeking behavior that <laughs> I can't do some of the activities I could do, you know, when I was 16 and now I'm 40. And this is a way that I can still get that adrenaline rush that I used to get from, you know, doing flips on skis or, you know, being a gymnast, things like that. So, um, I love it for that reason. It's one, I've actually done a number, um, 
uh, of videos on our YouTube channel where I talk about how it also really helps me with anxiety. I really struggle uh, a lot with feeling anxious. Um, and it's one of the ways, one of the few activities in life that I can go out and do and I'm not anxious. I'm in the moment. I'm feeling the wind in my face. I'm enjoying, you know, all of the sensations that you experience on a motorcycle. And I'm not thinking about, you know, my problems or my clients' problems or anything like that. So I think it's great that there's a lot of women that are realizing that it can be an out like outlet like that for them. Now, cameraman, do you ever worry about her safety when she's on a motorcycle? That was going to be my next question, man. That's really, yeah, absolutely. If there were four wheels involved, be terrified, okay? <laughs> the woman can't drive a vehicle, a car worth of shit. She, but she has a huge tundra. She drives around. She hits things once a month, right? Oh, you her, man. You put her on two wheels, and I'm telling you, I mean, I, I've, I was there with her for every mile she put on the bike, right? So I took her. She went out, and she was easier to uh, get into riding than most of my, my buddies I got into riding, to be honest with you. She followed directions and she literally uh, cared about how she was performing on the road. And within a year, she was riding out riding most of my buddies. You know, now she's been riding, what, three years? Four, coming on four. Years. four coming on four. Now she outrides almost all of my buddies. Wow. Um, what got you into it, Meg? What made you say, I want to ride a motorcycle well i always have enjoyed those types of things i rode with mike i rode with my neighbor i had ridden on as a passenger um but i bought my son a dirt bike and i probably rode it more than him the first year that we had it because i had so much fun just like tearing it up on this dirt bike so and he like would Remember said that video of you flipping over? Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh my god! I, so we had the neighbor had an 80, this little 80, and it was only it was like a foot shifter, mm -hmm. and so he he was at work or something, and I am riding this, this 80, and I made a little jump in the backyard, <laughs> and I flipped it on myself, and I'm like sending you this video. My whole leg is bruised from that. Yeah, um, and, and he's like, man, I wasn't even home for this. Right, right. I mean, yeah. he's, he's watching me do stupid shit. <laughs> Were you afraid at all when you got on the motorcycle the first time? Oh, yeah. I was, so well, I'll tell you this. It's kind of funny. So I went to take, I, I mean, not as a passenger. No, I had zero fear as a passenger. Um, but also, so I know that Mike's like the most skilled rider I know. And even then, like not, I've known, we've known each other since we were very young and he could drive a car when he was 14. He could drive, you know, a manual like no one else I know could drive a manual. So like I trusted his ability to operate it. So I have had zero fear, definitely. Now myself getting on a motorcycle, yes, I still trust him more. I still trust riding with him as a passenger more than I trust myself, but I think that I'm a good rider. I mean, I, I know that I, I've taken lots of classes. You know, we went down and trained with Jerry Palladino in Florida who does like the moto cop 
course. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So we went down there twice with him. She had only ridden her 883. She went down there to this class, right? <laughs> and jumped on a road king and just... I mean, now, that's a hardcore course. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. Yeah, know, that's that's like a course that I mean, you're scraping your your pegs yeah. the entire yeah. time or floorboards the entire yeah, time absolutely. in your case. Yeah, yeah, so, that's crazy. So Jerry's thing is basically like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how big you are. You can ride a big motorcycle. You can control it. It's all technique. It's all technique. And he reached out to me very early in our YouTube journey and was like, I found your channel and I heard you say that you're five foot two. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I, this is kind of my thing. My mission is to like show people that it doesn't matter how big you are. You can, you know, ride right. a motorcycle. And he was like, you're a tiny little petite thing. You know, I'd love it if you would come down here and we can work on and, it and prove that this is possible, right? So he had an Electroglide, and um, he had me do the course on his, a sporty like once, and then he was like, "Nap, nah, get on the Electroglide." And so I had never been on a touring bike in my life ever. He was like, "You can't hurt this motorcycle. I have, you know, uh, bars. I have crash bars in the front. I have crash bars in the back. This is a training motorcycle. I don't care if you drop the motorcycle." And then after that, I was like, okay, because I'm not afraid for myself at, you know, 12 to 15, 18 miles an hour. That's, I, I've fallen off a pedal bike, you know, a dirt, a, a mountain bike going that fast where there's trees. Like, I'm not afraid of for myself. And you so if I, the motorcycle. right. So if I don't have to be afraid of wrecking the bike, then uh, by all means, and he's, he told me, he said, the reason that you were able to get so good so quick is that you have zero fear. And that's what you need to be able to do that course. So, you know, we've gone and done that. I've ridden so many highway miles. And, you know, Mike and I, not that this really happens because I'm an attorney and I would never break the law. But, um, you know, well, there's stretches where you, you one could ride for 90 or 100 miles for several hours. And like, you right. know, so like in and out of traffic. So I, I feel like I'm a pretty skilled motorcyclist. I still trust Mike more than I trust me. <laughs> but that's very impressive. Well, sure. camera uh, cameraman uh really looks upon how, what you're doing positive. Ha did you get any worries from loved ones like a mother? Oh, yeah. My mom um my mom and Mike have a long and sordid history. Um <laughs> that's well said. <laughs> <laughs> like they they've had their good times and bad, but I will tell you she was so angry, so angry when she came in the garage and saw a motorcycle. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> yep. Do you do, do you think that she is right? Because I know with me, you know, cameraman, you have a lot more in you than me. I won't even let China down near a bike, you know. And I think that, and I think that's because we gave her a little, you know, those old school uh, little mini bikes, you know, with the lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got one, yeah right. he's got one of sunshine. She flipped it, so I said, "Yeah, you ain't ever getting on a damn bike anymore." <laughs> uh, it, 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 the scare one one of the scariest things I've ever done in my entire I've done a lot of crazy shit I ain't gonna like bore you, but jumping on the back of the bike with her <laughs> you did if, do that. before she took would passengers take, would right? take passengers and like I said when when I when I'm telling you like I watched every mile in her growth of riding like it it was really nice to be able to watch but like taking a passenger is something that she needs to get used to most passengers are gonna be heavier than she is right that's a fact. 
That's a right. fact. If you're going to have so, a passenger, they're most likely going to be heavier than you. Yeah. That's right. But I got on the back of the bike and I ain't going to lie, I was definitely medicated. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. I, got, I would have to be too. I would have but to she, be. <laughs> she did phenomenal. You know, like, I mean, she, she was calm. <laughs> Most she was of the relaxed, time. There right. was one or two times that I was like, fuck my gut. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Um, there was one or two times that I was not, but most of the time I kept my head about this. I, I felt like I should have paid like a forty dollar admission to get on that. Right? <laughs> yeah. But but no, like like those types of things, like in her doing that, like helped her be able to tour the way she's yeah. touring. I mean, we're touring two to three times a month usually. Wow. Well, well know, sometimes like, just little. So we like started doing, like a three day we started like doing day. yeah, we started doing paid tours on the channel. So we take people with us and we take them like through West Virginia. Um, there's a real pretty national park over there, uh, this amazing bridge and the twisty route. So we started doing paid tours. So we're trying to do like four of them a year. Yeah. Um, and then We'll do a trip ourselves to a bike week. Usually during like the warm months, we'll usually go to a bike week, like try to try to hit three or four. So a that's year. like, you know, um, and, and like some of them are local. So like this coming weekend, we're going to OC bike week, which is the only like big bike event in the Near state us, of Maryland right? where we live oh, um, wow. on the Eastern shore. So, you know, that, um, just those, he means like we're on the road probably the road lot, twice you know? a by twice a month during the motorcycle season. Although we ride all year, but we don't ride as far when there's snow on the ground and things like that. Um, but we have ridden in the snow. We just rode in hail when we were on our cross country trip, like an inch of hail in August. This woman was going on bare tooth pass, gentlemen, right? <laughs> and I mean, we come around one of these bends, and it's just like a movie scene, right? But it's come thundering the and hailing. And I mean, balls, man, like this. Probably nickel, shells, nickel quarter size. Taking it off the face. We're both in shells. And she just keeps trucking through it. This is an inch of hail on the ground. And I'm like, man, you got to pull over. You know, like, Jesus Christ. Boy. So as a writer, and it has nothing to do with men or women, but as a writer, what makes you nervous the most when you're on a motorcycle? Is it these cagers that don't look for you? Or may, is it the... the the famous left hand turn. I don't think I'll tell you my go ahead, go. My 110% is animals, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, when I'm on the road, I'm watching, and, and like I said, everyone says they can watch everything at all the time, but in my mind, I'm watching everything I can and I can control most of it, right? When I, as long as I can see and do my predictions. But when I'm on a road, a twisty back road, and it's late at night and you're flying through there, and you know, deer or, or something to really be concerned where, about where me live. personally yeah where if i see is a driver and i know he's he's a menace to society i'm not gonna fuck with him right, right. so i stay away from that guy you know like and i and i feel like i'm good to judge a character looking at a car and telling what so, he's gonna be doing you know? mike's actually amazing at like knowing because he's really he, he looks at people's faces which like doesn't even occur to me like i don't have the time to even think of that but he'll say like i know this woman's gonna pull out and he'll like yeah, I'll see him do it. I'll see him throttle, and he's got like the loudest pipes ever. And I'll see him throttle like before this woman, like at the minute that she would pull out, I'll see him throttle because he's like, I looked at her face. I knew she knew we weren't, you know, she didn't see us, couldn't hear us, whatever. Um, and he like reacts very quickly to those situations. I am not, I would say this, I'm 
maybe stupidly not in the moment afraid of those people other traffic and things like that because i feel like you know what i can control is my line of sight right now and if somebody does something that i have no control over you know i can't be worried about that while i'm riding so the things that scare me are things that are difficult like for me things that i'm worried about my own skill level to execute well because that's what i can control in the moment so i think gosh the i really do not like um unpaved I, I, <laughs> so i like to ride dirt but i do not like unpaved twisties on my harley um i don't blame you so we when we were in california we were we were in california and we rode the pacific coast highway and we've been on it for six or seven hours it was we, part of our 25 day journey yes right? you're right so we were at the top cool. of california and we i wanted to ride like you know north to south because i wanted to be able to be on the outside of the pacific coast highway right. so you want to be on the right side of the road right. right so one of mike's bucket list items was seeing the redwoods and one of mine was the pacific coast highway so we started at like the top at the national park and we went down so we were we were on that road for maybe six hours and i you know being from the east coast there's nowhere on the East Coast that you couldn't get to a highway in 20, 30, 40 minutes, like at most in the most deserted places on the East Coast. Right. So I said to him, like we were staying in San Francisco, two of our friends that we grew up with and went to high school with. Well, they were my friends, but also Mike's friends. I mean, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> no, they were your friends. So we decided we were going to stop and see them and like stay there for the night. So I was like, let's see, like I'm tired, he's tired. I'm like, let's just see if we can jump on the highway and get there more quickly. So uh, I like put it in and it says this one way is like 35 minutes faster. And I'm like, that's not, a, that's weird. Like you would think it'd be a lot faster, but I'm like, okay, whatever. So I, we put the GPS on the thing and it takes us up the most challenging road we've ever done. And we've done 18 miles of dirt before we, on Harley. We rode we've through done, Costa Rica. Yeah, we rode through <laughs> on adventure bikes. Like right? we've done crazy, crazy shit. And this is the most challenging road that I've ever been on. Just like straight up hills. I thought half the road was dirt, closed. Yeah, half unpaved. This goes on. Well, the worst one is the first one. And we both sort of laugh because we're like, what the fuck was that when we get to the top? But we're just like, you know, we're going to continue on. And him and I have been through all this kind of crazy shit and snow and sleet and whatever. So we're like, whatever. So we do two more up and down mountains. And my throttle hand is killing me. I got off the bike and threw my gloves on the ground. And I was like, we're turning back around. I can't do this for two more hours. And he was like... <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea, Meg. I think you should just get back on the bike. Like we already did two hours here, like and, two hours back. And I said, really bad. What is right. the whole rest of the way is like this the entire way? We should have just stayed on the Pacific Coast Highway. But here's the jacked up thing is we, we continued, right? And like you talked me into it. You 15 me into minutes it. down the road, you know, it runs right back to the fucking Pacific Coast Highway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. We got off of <laughs> We did well, here's a question for you, cameraman, and then one for Meg. Yeah. Riding with Meg, does it affect your ability where you're less concentrating on your ride and more worried about her and the environment around you guys as you're riding? And for Meg, and this can be kind of a segue, 
as a lawyer, an attorney, you're in a profession that's really professional. Do you ever get those that just don't get why you ride? Um, no, it doesn't affect the way I ride at all. I mean, um, on her low rider ass, she's got what 50 some thousand miles on it. 55, and I'd say probably 45,000 miles of that on her 2020 low rider S. We we ride side by side, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, if anything, I'm probably safer when I'm riding with her because we're more visible, to be honest with you. But it does not affect the way I ride whatsoever, one bit. If I see a stretch where I see like a nice chicane or something, I'm just deuces, I'm gone, you know. And, you know, it used to be I, I'd have to sit there for like a minute and a half and wait for Meg to catch up. And nowadays I look behind, she's right there, you know. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, no, I don't I don't change the way at all the way I, I ride the motorcycle when I'm riding with Meg. So at all. he, though, is everyone that we know tells him that, like, he's the best rider that they know because it's so easy for him to like be one with the motorcycle. Like he doesn't even think about maneuvers. He just does them. And nobody, and everyone that watches him is like, it's, it's beautiful to watch because he just rides. It's like so effortless. And so I've learned the most actually riding on the back, watching him ride in a way that's different than I can watch from being next to him. So after, like, I didn't learn that before I got my license, but after I got my license, I was a far different kind of passenger because I was studying the things that he did so that I could then be better. So, but I, I think he rides the same no matter what, because I don't even think he, I'm in his like field of vision. He's like one with the bike. It's like his, you know, I mean, sometimes definitely the two of us get in a rhythm, like we'll ride side by side twisties and like, like right, like next to, right next to each that. other. Right. Yeah, because he tapes me. So he's literally so when I taper, right I leave next my GoPro like half cracked. Mm-hmm. So it's manip- so if I let go of it, then the wind will blow it over, right? But I ride where and, and I hate doing it to the bike, but I mean I've heard it's okay, but like I'll shift gears without using the clutch, right? Because if I can keep the camera on her going through the twisties side by side with her it really gives the effect of like you're riding with us, which is like what we, what we try to do on the channel. So um, now, now those that are not motorcycle riders, bikers, whatever you want to call them within your profession, do you ever find that they're more judgmental because you do ride a motorcycle? You know, my life is pretty separate. Um, my legal career, actually, hardly anyone in the legal profession like knows that I do it unless I bring it up. Now, I have some close friends and they think it's hilarious. They think it's hilarious that I ride. They think it's hilarious that I sell a motorcycle calendar. Um, they think the whole- Show them the tapestry. Yeah, this- we sell blankets. <laughs> that sexy motorcycle right there. Where's the woman? Michael, stop. That's inappropriate. Um, So, uh, I I know you got some good calendar shoots. My God, you're a lucky guy, cameraman. Oh, thank you. So, we're working on a camera shoot right now. We have a shoot next week. In two weeks. Um, We haven't yet told anyone, but this one involves a snake. A snake. And it's not mine. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, wow. So we're Anaconda. 
And motorcycle snake shoot, which should be cool. I don't know, man. Hopefully she says anaconda. You know, I'm sitting over here thinking, well, man, mm -hmm. you better watch out saying that. He might have a gardener snake. I think, I, <laughs> I think actually, so my sister loves snakes. Um, and when I told her, she was all like, what kind of snake is it? Is it a boa? Show me a picture. When I see the pattern, I'll know what it is. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, as far as in, in the community, now there are a few people that ride within the community. Um, there's a girl that went to law school with me and then we were the first five years that I was an attorney, we worked in the same firm and I think her uncle died and left her his motorcycle because she used to ride on the back when she was a little girl and yeah. she went and got her license. So she also rides. I've actually never ridden with her though, but there's another attorney that I know from the local bar events. Um, and he found out that I ride and I have the channel and he's come on like two. Yeah. He came on our yeah. Halloween ride. Um, that's cool. So I would say not many bikers. No, not a lot. But so I will bike on occasion. I'll ride my bike to court. It's, it's like, like if we, if I know it's going to be like a short court appearance and it's the spring and I'm so excited that it's warm and then I'll so tell, I. and then I'll tell him and be like, I want to ride after I'm finished with court. And so, uh, we, are, so he works also, we own a company together, uh, our car wash company, that car wash. So he does car washing, uh, Bikes, and, boats, planes, yeah, and, and fleet wow, washing. Uh, and we do fleets and stuff like that. So we own that company together. So it's nice because we're both in, I own my law firm. So we're both in control of our schedule. So that is how we do the YouTube channel because we can say, Hey, I have to do a court appearance. I know it's only going to be, you know, a half hour. Like after that, let's jump on the bikes and ride and test, you know, go to Harley in the afternoon and test ride this bike. So like, that's how we're able to do it. But there's been times when I'll tell him like, meet me at court, like when I get out of court so that we can like go do it. And I'll, you know, just pack a bag. Like we were going on the road, but she it changes the parking lot it's heels <laughs> and a blazer. It's great. And like, I'll wear just the pants. Right. And then like a, uh, like a button down shirt. And then I'll put on my leather jacket and my boots and then I'll pack in the bag heels and a blazer and my laptop and like my case Please tell me you filmed this. You, you've you done a TikTok we, of this. We have. We, we have. have. Thank, we have. Thank God. Thank God. We have. We have. Yeah, so, no, absolutely. I mean like that, I, I haven't really gotten anybody saying anything. I'll tell you what's funny though. The only people in the legal community that ever recognize me the, uh, or know is the bailiffs. The bailiffs. A lot of the bailiffs or the sheriffs mm -hmm. that rock, they ride. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll be in They'll the courtroom. They'll see your channel, yeah. Well, I'll do like a whole case and then one of them will come up at the end and they'll be like, um, they'll call me, you know, by my full name and they'll say, um, are you Meg? <laughs> we just had a cop the other day. Oh, this was hilarious. <laughs> we, we had a taillight tail out, light out right? on our company, one of our car wash vehicles. We have car wash vehicles. So I show up to the police station, right? Both of us are there. We were at the gym and we go to the police station to get this the, the taillight signed off on. He's wearing a Meg's Motorcycle Journey t-shirt. And so I am in just like a sports bra and leggings. So we walk in and there's a line of about 11 people when we walk in and there's, and there's like two guys, there's like two guys behind the, the like glass, the glass that are right. like the, the police officers. 
So we're only standing there for 30 seconds. And the one guy from the back is like, hey, what do, what do you, you need? <laughs> <laughs> me, like all the way in the back. And, and he makes some comment about like, I have my kids out or something. And so we, I just, I thought that that, which, which is feasible, like a right. feasible it, 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 it could be, yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay, maybe. I was like, cool. So anyway, the guy comes out and he, I said, I say we're here to get a taillight signed off on. So he comes out and we're in the parking lot. And, he and says, we ain't never changed the damn light. I got the light of the truck. <laughs> so, no, it, it was going on and off, right? But it so was working at the it time. It was working mm -hmm. at the time. So, but we had a spare in case when we went to show it to him, it, it didn't, didn't work. work then we had the spare. In, you know? Smart. So, but he didn't even ask us to turn on the truck. He, signed off he said he signed off on it, and then he said, "And what's your name?" And I said, "Megan." And he said, "You mean Meg?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then he said, "I watch you guys on YouTube." Oh, that's awesome, right there. When we come back from the station identification break, we're going to talk about their uh, private tours and stuff. And if Megan gets nervous around people she does not know, I know I do. I That's why I don't do poker runs or any of that stuff, because I don't know how you ride. So we're going to ask her and cameraman that when we get back from this one. More than just one type of music. World-class rock. It's like Captain Crunch, Honeycomb, and Raisin Bran. All in one bowl. Part of this nutritious breakfast. <laughs> You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Oh, yeah, we got the Hollywood and Mike show right now. We're welcoming in the Netherlands. Oh, how you guys and gals doing? You got some hot-ass women up that way. Uh, hopefully, uh, you're out there enjoying what you got uh, in Europe, man, because I've never been to Europe. I don't go outside in the United States. No way, man. You don't like Americans out there. But uh, we're here with Meg from Meg's Motorcycle Journey and the camera man uh we got a little information on the cameraman i hear he has a gardener snake but anyway <laughs> mike mike what yeah. do you think uh so far here man no this, it's amazing uh seeing and hearing about uh, these guys's adventures you know and, and and also something that i wanted to attend on is you guys also i saw a video of you guys attending sturges uh is that like a, a regular thing for you guys and uh, also some that you guys were bringing up about passengers and stuff like that. Um, I saw that you had a special passenger such as your own dog. So how is it when you ride with a dog on the back of a motorcycle or how did you do it? So anyways, that's what I have to ask. So I'll start though. I'll go in reverse order. The mm -hmm. dog isn't mine and I didn't ride with the dog. My best friend, Lauren. Oh, okay. She's not going to too. <laughs> she is Lauren's Lauren's hot. Um, she wrote and she's cool and she's a good writer too. Uh, she started writing. Her husband had got his license after I started. So Mike and I grew up with them. Yeah. So they uh, have been together on and off since high school, late late high school. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's, he's a right. physician. Yeah. So um, yeah. we all went to high school together. And have known each other like since like middle school. So um, anyway, he had gotten, uh, well, Mike's been riding his whole life. Like always rode like dirt bikes when we were kids. And then he had a sport bike when he was in the Navy. But um, so 
Mike was rude forever, but then Johnny Lauren's husband had gotten his license, but he never bought a bike. So then when I started riding and like she, we actually took her on some rides because I wanted her to like ride with us. So she rode with Mike and I rode next to them. And she was like, this is awesome. Johnny has to buy a bike. So then we went out and found him a bike. And then eventually she would, she rode on the back a couple of times. And I think she was like, nah, cause her, she's like me. We're like type A. You guys have like been alpha like frenemies. Women. frenemies like, I would like, say frivals. Frivals. We've been frivals. Since high school. Since high school, for sure. Middle school, actually. For like, like, yeah. old day. Yeah, in, like, yeah. seventh grade. So, like, um, but Lauren is awesome, um, beautiful, and a wonderful rider. So, anyway, that's her dog, Lucy. Um, Saddleman actually gave us a dog bag, dog carrier, after people got mad about, because Saddleman is a channel partner for us. Um, and it was funny because you guys were talking about our butts hurting on our 8,000 mile trip. Not and once. Not at all. Not, not as, And I'm not just saying that because they partner with us. Like, I'm serious. Legitimately. We did what? Three now, to 600, 700 miles a day. Yeah. Almost every day. Yeah. Right? Almost every day for 25 days. Uh, well, I got like two or three breaks. Mike got zero breaks. Um, but wow. So I would say, uh, you know, there uh, other things hurt um definitely like both of us um, we're, we're, we're laughing because party. like we're like we used to think 40 was so old when we were 16 but um we really feel all of 40 because everything is breaking so was, <laughs> i had kidney stones on the ride yeah, i'm did. still passing them right now <laughs> yeah. i only was, got two left it was, it was rough <laughs> the, all of it so we're just like physically we're like oh my god we're deteriorating because like both of us are like our necks and now we were riding without like real windshields or fairings or anything. So there is that, but both of us like our yeah. necks and our backs and definitely hands. I started like cracking right here on my fingers. Like we had all what sorts, all sorts of physical things, but our butt did not hurt. Anyway, Saddleman, wow. Saddleman got, get us, gave us, um, they gave us all of our motorcycle luggage, but they gave us a pet carrier for Lauren's dog, Lucy who loves to ride. We have gotten mercilessly attacked for this, which is ridiculous so because nobody gets mad at Adam Sandoval for it, but they are so angry that we have a dog on a bike because we're women, I guess. I don't know. Which we ran oh, with Adam Sandoval. That's YouTube for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we did run into Adam Sandoval and we asked him and he actually did tell me that people give him shit about it. So there is that. But um, regardless. How, do you, how do you feel about riding with people that you don't know yeah like attending someone like like when you're attending sturges and stuff you're riding with a whole bunch of people that you don't when know you really ride with them you're kind of riding around them, around them right? i would say but at like, sturges. when we went on our tour so when right. we do yeah because we started doing tours for the channel and it's really we before we did that we practiced one like the routes for these tours by ourselves so that we could know where we were going but two we've done a lot of group channel group rides so probably like end of season beginning of season we always do one on september new year's 11th. day september 11th we've done group rides halloween rides the halloween rides. rides yeah right. so we have always put out a bunch of group rides on the channel and local people will show up so um you know but it that, is scary it's oh we've had we it have had we, twice on group rides, we've had more than one person go down. Um, 
we when we rode the Blue Ridge Parkway, it was very foggy, very rainy, not a nice day. Two people went down that day. Was it two or was two. it three? And then it, we did a frosty balls ride, which is a New Year's Day ride because in Maryland it's real cold on New Year's Day. And yeah. so there was actually a little frost on the road that day. And three people, three people went down ride. on that ride. So um, how do I feel about it? I'll be honest with you. I stay in the front. I um, keep her up and front leave. and then. Uh, and then Mike will go in the back. He'll block traffic. He'll like weave in and out of people. Um because he's just he's very skilled and able to do that so typically i stay in the front so i don't have a lot of that because i don't love it and there's definitely people that don't know how to ride and you know people bitch at us all the time for how close we ride together and like we ride next to each other instead of in staggered which we ride staggered sometimes sometimes we ride next to each other but it just depends on the ride right. exactly yeah. um yeah. and so yeah. we get I might be trying to scream at him. She will talk to me the whole fucking ride, guys. Um, <laughs> um, no, he loves motorcycling and on a separate bikes. This is why he wanted me to ride, probably because then I'm not talking in so his. I'm not talking ear, in man. his ear, and it, it's one way that he doesn't have to hear my voice for like. <laughs> well, you know that's why uh, I will not. I don't really like wearing helmets with China doll because uh, she'll talk my head off or she'll start singing "Baby Shark" to piss me off. But, <laughs> she really does it. She really yeah. does. It. Uh, moving on to your YouTube channel, man. How's that journey been for you? Have you learned about the haters yet? And yeah. Oh, oh, we get really mean people. I mean, we've had, we've had, and part of it, and I get this. And so like, I sort of take it with a grain of salt and just roll with it. And it's helped me develop thicker skin. That's for sure. Well, you know what? It's done both the YouTube channel. It has helped me, um, develop thicker skin and not be, um, I guess. So, uh, are you going to live? Yeah, I actually got a piss. I got kidney okay. stones. I'll be Mike right has back. kidney stones right now. No worries. Uh, no worries. He's, uh, you're all good. Been passing them since we were in. That's Montana, unfortunate. Which was, uh, over a month ago. Um, Dang. anyway, um, I'm sorry. Where were we? <laughs> Your YouTube channel. Oh, so uh, it's been great. So I have had haters and people that uh, encourage me. So I would say it's done. There's definitely more people that are encouraging and say nice things than say mean things. So that's been awesome. Also, I struggled a lot in my like late teens, early 20s. And part of it was probably due to me being a gymnast, but I struggled a lot um with like eating disorder issues and i will tell you that i feel like in some ways the youtube channel has almost you know healed me like completely of oh. that because and you know people will say like why are you out there posing half naked on a bike and i'm like one i'm an athlete i still work hard for this body at 40 um and you know i love being fit and i love being in shape um, and so I'm not going to sit here be, and be ashamed of it. And two, I spent a lot of time and I have like a birthmark all the way up my left leg, like hiding that feeling ashamed of my body. And like, I've come to a place of acceptance. And so that is a way that I feel empowered, whether you like it or you don't like it. So I know that I get a lot of hate for that reason, um, because I'll, you know, put out calendars and be in lingerie on a bike 
And I think there's a lot of people that don't know that I'm a real writer, that I do that and then I'm a real writer. So I get tons of shit all the time. I get dudes saying women have no business on a motorcycle. I get people saying, I hope you need to wear a full face. If you don't, I hope you scrape your pretty face and die and never come home to your kids. I've oh, had yeah. You gotta like, love them haters. <laughs> crazy, crazy things. But but overall, I have feel I have felt like the scales tip on the positive rather than the negative. How long you been doing the YouTube channel, and how has that? When you go out in public, you get to see you know people coming up to you. We call it fangirls in our business, but mm -hmm. uh, so fanboys. This is coming on, it will be three years in like a month and a half since we put out the first video. Um, and it's taken, it's taken some getting used to. Um, you know, I don't feel like, like our channel still has plenty of room for growth and there's so many people that are way bigger than we are. Um, so I, it's sometimes crazy to me how often I get recognized and how often people say things to us in public because it seems like, you know, when you think about it, our Facebook, we've got like 27, 28,000 followers on Facebook. We've got like 35 on Instagram, like 35 on YouTube, TikTok, maybe 16, 17. I don't ever push TikTok. Um, so, you know, I would say our community is probably 50,000 deep, maybe more than that, but that's not, that's not a tremendous amount of people, um, at least people that follow and sub, but then it's just crazy. So you were asking about Sturgis and whether that's a regular thing. This was our second year in Sturgis last year. We went out and just stayed in Sturgis this year. We stopped, um, cause we partnered with settlement and we wanted to go to some of their events, um, <clears throat> So we stopped for three days and it poured for three days straight. So, you know, I'm glad we had gotten to ride last year and done that because it was awesome last year. But, um, you know, like us being able to um, go out there and sort of make a stop on the way was, we hoped to see folks. We didn't end up seeing folks because it was mercilessly pouring and we ended up canceling our meet and greet. But um well you you've ridden a lot of the united states yes what, is, what is your dream ride i always had this dream ride of where i wanted to leave chicago go to the tip of south america my problem is i probably get shot along the way down there they don't like americans as i say but what is your dream ride at the well so we keep doing our dream rides so then i have to sort of pick a new dream ride um wow. because we just we just did our dream ride really our ultimate dream ride which was 17 states 8000 plus miles in 25 days um and we saw all three of my bucket list things three of mike's bucket list things and we just rode all the roads, not all the roads. We rode a lot of the roads. Actually, my initial plan would have had to be like a 50-day trip, and I've had to cut that down. Um, so that, I would say, was our dream trip. But now I've started to dream, you know, have to dream bigger because we keep, we keep doing them. So for Mike's 40th last year, we went to Costa Rica. Mike really loves off-roading as much as he loves on-roading. And so... 
we had we did a two day dirt bike tour that was guided in Costa Rica, and then which, which we almost died. That was insane. And then we did uh, a five day self guided tour on uh, adventure bikes on um, Teneres uh, around Costa Rica, which was insane. Also, <laughs> um, but that what's, was what, what's your favorite adventure bike? You know, I, I like the African Twin. You know, the Pan America is right up there as well. I mean, well, I've never gotten to ridden the African twin, but well, if, yeah, if I could have any bike, I would probably pick the, the twin. Um, I, I we, we, we rode well. The problem with her is that she's so little. Like yeah, they're the ground, so right? tall. They're so tall. So, so right. I just probably the in scariest. Costa Rica, every single time we stopped yeah. and we, we rode through Costa Rica for five, five days, days. Montverde, the rainforest, all of it. We did all of it, right? Every single time we stopped, I had a I had to get off my bike. And he go had to get, get the, the kickstand. I couldn't reach couldn't the kickstand. No, yeah, I couldn't be like this. Yeah, I, I, I tripod couldn't the reach for five days. So the entire days, time, I'm which on, took a lot of balls. I'm, I'm on one leg. It took a lot. Like, so I'm proud he, of you he started getting so frustrated with me by day five because I, I dropped it once. Well, on, we, we had to cross this river, right? There was this dump truck that like it went, got tried stuck to go in the river, river and got stuck. And, I mean, it was probably like a forty-yard river. Yeah, right? well, there's only fallen once on an adventure bike. That's not bad. No, no, I mean, and we did a lot of mountains and stuff. But I kind of got like I had finally gotten to a real comfortable-ish place, as comfortable I think as you can ever be on a bike. Where I could literally sit on the bike when it was on the kickstand. It's so high. I couldn't <laughs> touch either foot to the ground. I fell hard. So and everything in Costa Rica is on the ankle. Yeah, there's oh, and there, nothing's paved and it was just a disaster. So that that was probably the hardest um most mentally physically challenging thing I've ever done on two wheels. Maybe God, it was worth it, right? Maybe yeah, but maybe so, not. The the dirt bike tour was the dirt bike tour was rough. Oh, I I had ripped um, my life off. I said my prayers to everybody. Yeah, we were we thought we were dying on that dirt bike tour. But like camera man, you you know you just you what kind of bike do you guys ride? And what I was gonna ask is, how is it from going to a regular street bike to an off road one? I mean, so I'm on a 17 breakout, right? She's on a what 20 20, 20 low rider 20, 20 rider. I mean, for me, it's. It's not a huge change of a motorcycle. I mean, obviously the suspension's different. You're sitting a lot higher. You got a lot more ground clearance. He's not a good person to ask. Everything's easy for him. <laughs> but, but like I said, I grew up on dirt bikes, right? I got around. I mean, I, I, I fed myself off my dirt bike when I was eight, you know? <laughs> so like, I was riding everywhere, anywhere I could, could get to, right? Um, but going from like like I take my Harley off road all the time. Like like a like a complete crazy person, he takes the but, lowest Harley that the, there is. The biggest off, on, on these off road up. You know when you see these crazy videos of like these people that are like on their like road glide, and you're like, why is this nut job like a single track? Yeah, that that's the kind <laughs> that's of stuff he does on this break. The big difference is just the ground clearance, right? The ground clearance is. The suspension. suspension. I mean, I I love going. I love going from my bike to another bike to another bike to another bike. I like all the different. I rode a sport wow. bike when I, when I was in the Navy. Um, so we tested. I had a three wheeler when I was a kid. You know, I mean, we've like, tested a like lot of stuff too. Shit. 
And I enjoy switching too, but not when I have to ride it for five days and my survival depends on it. Like I yeah. enjoy going to Harley and test riding a bike or a bike week, but it's real scary when like you might not know where you are in the jungle. No one speaks English. The fucking tour guide's <laughs> nowhere to be found. Yeah, like... We went down a trail that was a fucking rain runoff. It wasn't even a trail. We got two miles down this trail, right? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I couldn't even hold the bike going down a hill. Like, I mean, I'm sliding, riding a snowboard going down the mountain. Yeah, it was crazy. And then crazy. finally, in that tour, we realized that it, we weren't in the right spot. <laughs> When we come back, we're going to ask him about Norman Reedus, man. He's one of my favorite writers out there. He travels everywhere. We'll be right back. This radio station plays more music like this. This is the number one internet radio station. As you know, man, Norman Reedus, man, uh, you know, the dude that kills all the zombies and stuff, he really rides all over the place, and he has a great show out there. He's also in the bike riders that are going to premiere uh, December 1st, and I, I know everybody's going to love that movie just by looking at the trailers and stuff like that. But what is your favorite uh, rider that you're seeing on, say, TV doing? Uh, even that dude, uh, I call him Ben Kenobi, man. He's from Star Wars and stuff. He is an avid rider as well. So it's so funny that you just said that because literally I was, I think I was uh, college visiting with my daughter or something recently and I texted him and was like, tell me something to watch. And he told me to watch that. <laughs> I told him, told, her, told her to watch the ride, right? So he's watched like all of it. I just like had started watching it. But uh, so actually I'm not really a big TV person and I'm not really a big YouTube person. The reason we have a YouTube channel is because Mike watches a lot of motorcycle television. He watches a lot of motorcycle content all over the place. And so when I started riding, he was like, I feel like people want to see this. So that's why we started doing the YouTube channel. But um, yeah, he is much more in dialed into that scene and it's good because he watches and then that's how we get content ideas. Cause he'll say, Hey Meg, did you check out this video? I saw this great video of like another motor vlogger or something like that. But that show, I'm just getting into it, but he's watched a lot yeah, of it. Yeah, I said But uh, like, I, I love watching Kyle Wyman, uh, Wyman, right? Yeah. Because like, you know, like the performance bagger racing and stuff, like it's never been around. Nobody's ever been like, hey, let's actually race Harley Davidson's, right? Mm -hmm. Or like, like even like that style of a motorcycle, right? That's not so, right. So then you get like all these people that come from flat track or dirt or street or whatever it is that they're coming from. Right. And it's a whole, like, there is no like prerequisites that you have to have in order to be one of these racers. Right. And I really think that's a cool thing. Like I'm not all about like, if I want to go really fucking fast then I'll go get a BMW S1000 WR. Right. And go. But in order to do it on, you know, a, a cruiser, a cruiser motorcycle, if you would say, I guess that's, that's what I consider my bike. Like a tour. Yeah. Right. Yours. Right. Yours is a cruiser. Is something that, you know, like really attracts me. So I, I definitely follow all that stuff going on there. And, uh, he likes King of the Bagger races. Yeah. 
Well, you mentioned uh, cameraman flat track. I miss the days where hill climbs were popular. We watched last year. We watched it in Sturgis, and we had a blast watching that. It was so cool, and especially because, like, Mike has ridden dirt. I have done like aerial skiing stuff. Like, we're both like thrill seeker junkie, you know, adrenaline junkie type people. So, like, watching it, we were like, "That is cool as shit." Like when we went out to uh, California, we did a tour. um, Uh, We did a three day. What's the name of the tour? I can't remember. It was Coyote Trail Adventures in California. It it was a hell of a tour. So so freaking cool. But we're riding out there, and the guy's like, "Yeah, that's Mount Some Some Some." And he's like, I was like, yeah, I can't wait till we fly over that mountain. You know, he's like, oh, you, you just can't ride over the mountain. <laughs> like, and I remember, I was like, why not? You know, like, but, what do you mean you can't just ride over? They took us oh. on some pretty gnarly hill climbs on that dirt bike tour. Yeah. And like, some of them were so steep and you don't know what the hell is at the top. So you're like, shit, is you, it going to be I, props? I is it going to be at like second gear? Yeah, like you, you got to have it pin second or third or you're not making that. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty gnarly. That was real cool. That was real cool. Yeah. Uh, they got some big cojones, man. Them hill climbs <laughs> right there. I'm no, glad. I'm glad. Flat, I'm glad flat track is making a comeback. Yeah, we've watched actually two flat track events in like the last two years. We went and saw a flat track race in Pennsylvania yeah. near us. And then we went and there's a bike event at the Timonium Fairgrounds, like the Maryland, where we live, the state fairgrounds. There's a, um, they did, uh, an indoor. they did an indoor because they have like a, a bike show week that's like in February or something, which like these is, guys were getting it. Yeah, they? they were like oh, they were concrete. Uh, like a little area. Oh, we were like getting into it because it was awesome. Like yeah, some like of them were flying. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It's insane watching that. them. Yeah, oh, man. we had it so takes much a lot fun. Of balls to do something yeah. like that, right? We love watching that. Is that something uh, since you're an adventure uh, adrenaline uh, deal, Meg, that you'd want to do? I you're mean, an so actually. If I had gotten involved in motorcycling younger, I probably would have really liked to stunt, to do stunting because I did co-ed cheer uh, division one in college and I competed in the national cheerleading competition. I did competitive cheer uh, gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. Like 30 feet in the air, they would throw me and I would do all that. Like I said, I did flips on skis. I was a nationally competitive gymnast. I you did have been diving. A hell of a stunner on a motorcycle. And so I just feel like if I had gotten involved in it at you know before I, I I before I popped out a bunch of kids and was 40 years old, then like that would have been I, I would have really probably loved stunting more than racing. Mike's a racer though, like always has been and he would be great at it and I've never seen him lose because he'd die first. <laughs> like in that kind of thing. So that would be more something that he would love. And it's not, I love going fast. It's, and you know, it's not that I wouldn't like to do that. I just think that stunting would have been my thing if I had been a little younger. What do you think about the the 20 year old females in their twenties that are just rocking it when it comes to riding a motorcycle? So awesome. So there's a girl and I'm trying to think of her name. I want something something Asaurus Rex is her is her Instagram handle. Um talking about and she is badass. Um amazing. Like 
her wheelie control is insane. Like all this, like just her ability to do it. And then there's a, a, a Russian chick and I'm trying to remember her handle, but she like Dia the stunter or something. And she is freaking amazing. Yeah, I, mean, I love watching that. It's from, so like my sport that I want to see on TV and I so infrequently get to see it is either gymnastics or cheer, right? But that never comes on TV. Like I see it once a year, maybe. That's, I agree with you. I agree with that. But like, those are the sports that I like to watch, but I get to watch gymnastics like once a year, maybe, you know, sometimes twice if it's an Olympic year, it's not something that you get to see very often. But for me, watching girls stunt on motorcycles is sort of like that. So I really, I love that. Rock out. What do you got, Mikey? You've been quiet. No, I'm I'm sitting here loving this conversation, man. Why would I interrupt something that is going great? This is a great conversation, man. It's amazing. Um, so when you guys did this big ride and you did, you know, I mean, I forget how many states when you guys did this, but you guys did that on the current bikes that you have now because you guys recently did this ride, right? We got back two weeks, two weeks ago. Um, we did it on, Mike did it on his 17 Harley Davidson breakout. and No I did windshield. It, no windshield, no fairing. And oh, I did hell. it. And I did it on my uh, 2020 Harley Davidson Lowrider S. Yeah, that's um, And so we went to, we, we kind of did the like cut from the East Coast across to Sturgis and just like get there as fast as we can because all there is to see is corn for like, you know, cool. five states. Uh, it's just time to hammer through and just get yeah. to the other side. Oh, so we, we literally, you know, we're pinned at 90 for three days for six hours, it's just like seven is, yeah. hours. Just like so that we can get there. Neither one of us have cruise control. No, we do not. <laughs> That's something that I don't have either. It sucks. I, I can't wait to get it one day. I've been waiting. You know what? There's a seven dollar part on Amazon. I've <laughs> brought a lot. So so I had a throttle lock on my sporty, you did. but neither of us have anything. So we've talked about getting it and really we should, cause it's not an expensive upgrade. And we right. should have done that before the 8,000 miles. But anyway, so those days were just sucked. And, and then when we got to Sturgis, it just, it just, I mean, we still had a great time, but like the site. It was just waking up and, at 630 in the morning. Yeah. Doing I mean, we still four like. Five, 600 miles and stopping. I mean, we still had like great memories. One day we walked into Walmart to get some sort of we something we needed. We fucked chicken. Up, we? <laughs> we just bought her. <laughs> we were so hungry that we just bought That's her a history stuff chicken. right there. We've never been there until we just, you eat a rotisserie chicken in the Walmart Do not interrupt these this couple over here. Do not interrupt our eating. Like this, it's like dripping down our arms because we, we smell like food. But it really didn't start until after Sturgis. Yeah. And then like we went through 17 states, but we wanted to spend all the time out west because we haven't ridden anything out west, and all of our bucket list things were out west. Out west right. And those are and a so, lot of big states, so yeah, so it's a lot different than, than the East Coast, right? Of, I mean, of the twenty-five, we only spent eight, um, like uh, east of Colorado. We only spent eight days out of the twenty-five. So because we wow. just were like haul, wanted to haul ass. You just wanted to get to the west. Right. And so then we spent the majority of time seeing all the things that we wanted to see. I am so happy. Mike 
just randomly. And let me tell you, like, I'm the planner. I always plan out our trips and, you know, Mike just shows up and he's a really good sport about I'll it. Load whatever. I'll load your bag up. Whatever I'll, I, I'll load your bag. Whatever I'll I pick, he's fine with it. He's a really good sport about it. So anyway, uh, you know, I like being, he randomly one day was like, I want to go ride Montana and I want to ride Glacier. And I was like, Okay. Which like Mike loves the cold. He hates being hot. So that makes sense. And he really loves mountains. So like that makes sense, but no particular reason. He saw some video on Glacier. So I like make this the number one priority that we're going to go see Glacier because Mike never asked me for anything like destination wise. So I'm like, that's it. We're going to go see Glacier. So I planned this whole thing and it was the most expensive night of the entire trip because I had to stay on the glacier property so that we could you get past you have to, to get, ride the road of the sun. The, the going to the sun road, bullshit. you have to reserve it in February, but we didn't know what, exactly what day we would be there yet in February. So that like made it really hard. So I took a chance and was like, we got to make it. So we rode through some rough, rough days oh, of rain, <laughs> but it was like 370 bucks or something to stay on the glacier property in their like little cabin outdoor motel that here. got us access but we were able to ride it and it was by far the coolest thing both of our this favorites. shit looked like a bob ross painting like, you know I mean? wow, <laughs> yeah i like that oh uh, it was uh it was magical really yeah i felt cool. like i'm like a huge like harry potter fan and i felt like i was in harry potter <laughs> well, before we let uh, Meg and uh, cameraman go, let's talk calendars. Let's talk shirts, merch. Where are they getting this from? Well, so we're about we're at this like in between phase because we were running our own and we're about to probably next week launch uh, like a full scale site that's going to be that's new. So we sort of brought in a partner um, to work with us and be able to make this sort of take it to the next step because right. we've been doing calendars ourselves for four, three years. We've been doing calendars. So like I do the shoot, then I help like do the design. We, we just pay a local company to print it. And then and she kisses everything. Signs I, I do sign all of them, stuff all the envelope ourselves, wow. the t-shirts we were selling, you know, individually selling them posters, like all of this. Oh, and it's it was like all the way up until now you've outsourced just this. That's we great. finally, so yeah. we're just now getting into the, um, merch. And like, we don't want to sell production. just traditional merch, I guess, because honestly, our first like step into that was ordering t-shirts. And I think I ordered just because like for the sake of being able to like, I think I ordered, I don't know, three, 200 maybe. And I got them in one, all the wrong sizes. You only need like large, extra large and XXL. That's and it. I like <laughs> bought mediums and smalls. I don't know why. Um, Anyway, um, so like, just like knowing things like that, it's taken us some time, but we're getting to, we got to the point where it was just too much to handle. And too I much. felt bad because it was taking me weeks to get things out just because out I couldn't time. handle it with practicing law, the YouTube channel and all the, car that wash. I do for that, our car wash kids. Like I just, I couldn't handle it. So it just had to be outsourced. So we're about to um, launch a major website, which I will be putting out there in the next couple of weeks. But um, we're doing a calendar shoot this year, like I said, with the snake. Um, if you have any recommendations, let us so, so we're doing the shoot on the 20th. We usually try to start 
like pre-sale in like October timeframe um, and then do like pre-sale through like end of November. And then um, usually we try to start December 1st, like having the calendars and getting them out in the mail then. Uh, and people will put, we're still going to take requests and I'm still going to sign them and do all that stuff, but we're outsourcing like everything else. So we're going to be selling calendars. We're going to be selling blankets um, that we held up before. We actually um, hilariously found these little like figurine <laughs> girls. And like, I don't know if you guys, any of your buddies have them, but a bu they were real big within the motorcycle community oh, right here. East Coast, and definitely. it was like these little girls and you stuck them to your motorcycle tank and they had like bouncy boobs and bouncy butts. Like it's sort of like a bobble head. So the vibration, so the of, the vibration of the bike would make them wobble. So, so we're, we we're doing created. like a custom one yeah. that like a bobble thing. A bobble Meg. Yeah. yeah. Um, we thought that was hilarious we're doing like a mouse there's like a mouse pad that is the know, hand rests is her breast <laughs> like, so, like just, so your wrist doesn't get tired like, you know like, i'm thinking fun, about you guys like funny things so we're trying to make it uh, we probably will still so we did also do hats and mugs and we might sell t-shirts i was on the fence we really yeah. didn't do all that well with we like t-shirt sales so i mean it it was, but we're trying to, we're learning, we're, we're only three years, four years. Yeah, anyway, so three years. We're this still is learning coming on to three years. So yeah, we'll, right. we'll be selling a bunch of different uh, merch you stuff. You did ride naked through Death Valley though. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be I mean, there was nothing out there for hundreds we, of miles. We literally you know? went <laughs> probably an hour seeing no cars. Not one car. And so, yep. and so it was. We also woke up at four o'clock to ride Death Valley because oh, it was supposed nice to be like one hundred and twenty degrees. Ninety-five degrees at four a.m. Yeah, it it's like, ridiculous there. So we oh, rode God. through about by like maybe six we hadn't seen a car for an hour so i said okay man so be on the lookout for uh meg's calendar as well as uh, all the other merchandise go over to instagram and uh subscribe over there her youtube channel as well great great content over there and you'll learn a lot have a lot of fun uh we like uh <laughs> We like it when uh, women really get out there and show other women that motorcycles are cool. Because let's be, you know, you had the motor maids out there in the early 40s. And we did run into some women that had been in the motor maids when we were Vegas. going cross country yeah. in Vegas. Oh, that is awesome, man. I love the motor maids. Anyway, I appreciate having you on, Meg and uh, Cameron. And, uh, be safe out there, especially when uh, you got the crazies in the cage, man. It's true. Yes, Thank you. Rock and roll, man. Mikey, what did you think, man? Man, what it, what an incredible story and how busy their schedule is. I, I mean, you know, she brought up earlier about anxiety. Shoot, if I had a schedule like that, too, I would have major anxiety panic attacks, too. You know what I mean? I, that's a lot to cram in. And also actually sit there and ride, you know, and, and plan these out. That's living life, though, man. You're taking advantage of every second and uh, every hour of the day. And I just I do find it interesting with the new creators out there. See, I really don't have to deal with it a lot because my wheelhouse is radio. So 
uh, you know, I get the nasty emails and stuff on there and some on YouTube, I guess, but on the radio, I really don't have to deal with what YouTubers and all that have to deal with. And I just find it disgusting that they would, uh, you know, some of these people, what they uh, said were disgusting people, man, that have no lives, but she keeps on moving forward, keeps on putting out good content. That's right. You know, and, and I was going to tell her the same thing is, is, is basically never take anything personal from anyone you're not personal with anyways. You know, you're, you're not going to see that person again. Who even cares what they've got to say? You know, exactly. just you got you to gotta be the better person and just move on, you know? Don't forget tomorrow morning, China Dow's on at 8 o'clock with me on the Biker News. Then we go over to the regular motorcycle madhouse. Uh, tomorrow, Mikey, we're going to be talking about what is the acceptable time period to have sex. Yes. Oh, man. Yes, there's studies and everything out there about, I think it's four to seven minutes. So I don't think I should feel bad with, uh, you know, two pumps. I don't think I should. I don't know. Is your two pumps, you know, two minutes worth each? That's I don't know, man. Between pumps, I got to have a cigarette. But uh, that's no. what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. What do we got coming up as a guest next? You show? know, I hate that you asked me this question because I am like jumbled on my side. And I'm like, dang it. I knew you were going to ask me that. And unfortunately, I'm unprepared. I have a club that's coming on, but I can't remember the damn name. Sorry. I wasn't well, ain't, that, ain't that sucking, man? Yeah, hey, I'm at least admitting I'm calling myself out. What, what else can I do? That's Mikey right there. Make sure you go over to check out Insane Wheels over on YouTube by Mike Ball. This kid works his ass off. He's the one who makes this show go round and round. I just show up and look pretty. Uh, you know, I do feel for him. He is ugly, but he's on with Hollywood. So I radio make, face. you know, you got the radio face. But anyway, guys and gals, thanks for everything. We'll see you next week. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you 